0: welcome to the purple butterfly podcast i am danielle turner licensed clinical social worker transformational self-care coach best-selling author and your host of the purple butterfly podcast this is a weekly wellness podcast i created to help you learn tricks tips and tools for self-care mental health and overall wellness in order to achieve a healthy and happy life of clarity and balance self-care is not selfish it's necessary that's why i'm here to help you get back in the game with lessons learned tips education and knowledge from some of my amazing guests so sit back with a glass of wine or hot cup of tea and get ready to relax as we take a journey together into the purple butterfly hey my lovely purple butterfly podcast listeners. This is your girl, Danielle. I hope everyone is doing well. Today in the Butterfly Corner, we are going to talk about our SMART goals and how they can be a secret weapon to our self-care plans. So my guest on today's episode is Paula Bell, and we talk about all things goal setting. And so this got me started thinking about how we can use our SMART goals to again achieve our self-care plans so for those of you who don't know what a smart goal is a smart goal is in my opinion like the superhero of goal setting so a smart goal is a goal that is specific it's measurable it's achievable it's relevant and it's timely so imagine this you're tired you're stressed you are in like desperate need of some self-care you have that feeling that you need the self-care but you're not really sure how to even begin well this is where these smart goals can like swoop in and save the day so first tip is we want to be specific so instead of using a vague goal like i need to relax we need to get laser focused and we need to say i'll meditate for 10 minutes every morning by being specific this gives your self-care plan some clarity and some direction number two we want to be measurable so you need to know when you're going to hit that self-care goal like when do you hit the bullseye so instead of i'll exercise more you can say i'll jog for 30 minutes three times a week then number three we want to be achievable right so we want the goal to be achievable because this sets us up for success So instead of saying like, I'll run a marathon tomorrow if you never jogged a mile, that's just probably not a good thing to do, right? So you want to start with something you know and something that you can do, and then you build from there. Next up is relevant. So your self-care goals should matter to you. You don't want to set a goal based on what someone else does or what someone else likes, but it has to be a goal that aligns with your values and your desires. And that my friends is the secret to a long-term commitment. And then finally, the SMART goal needs to be timely. So instead of saying, I'll read more books someday, that's just not gonna cut it, right? We wanna say, I'll read one book a month because then you have a deadline, which is really the ultimate motivator. SMART goals, are like your self-care personal trainer. They keep you accountable, motivated, and on track. You'll be amazed at how they can transform your self-care routine from like just a vague idea to an actual action plan. So, just to recap, SMART goals are goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. And again, they definitely can kickstart your self care routine and make it into an actionable plan. So listen in as myself and Paula talk about all things goal setting. And as always, I'm going to say it again and I'm going to continue saying it, self-care is never selfish. Please make sure that you are doing something good just for you. Welcome to the Purple Butterfly Podcast. Today, my guest is Paula Bell. She is the CEO of Paula A. Bell Consulting, LLC. She is a business analyst, leadership and career development coach, consultant, speaker, and author with 21 plus years of experience in corporate America. Uh, Through her mind, body, and soul consulting business model, Paula helps individuals find their passion, build their brand, and enhance their skill sets through consultations, coaching, and customizable documentation in hopes to empower and motivate others and themselves through a structured journey of self-reflection and awareness. Welcome, Paula.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. I'm excited that
0: you're here too. It's absolutely amazing all the things that you have done though. So thank you for what you do for the rest of us in this world. We need you. So. You're
1: greatly appreciated. And thank you for giving us a platform to share it. That's just as important. (laughs) You're more than welcome. I know
0: one of your topics that you enjoy talking about, I'm going to go out on the limb and say you enjoy talking about it, (laughs) is goal setting. Please Mm -hmm. help us set some goals, right? So I know in business, I just recently graduated from this accelerated business program for BIPOC small businesses here in Connecticut. And one of the things they talked about were KPIs. And I had never heard that phrase before. And I'm like, what in the heck is this? And then when I realized, oh, wait, this is a smart goal. Like I got this. It kind of made sense to me. So help us with just goal setting overall, because I think that we kind of get stuck on like what a goal actually is and then how do we actually set it
1: and actually follow through with it? The biggest thing that I tell people about goal setting is number one, you can brainstorm and just brainstorm everything you want to achieve. I actually highly recommend that, brainstorm it. And what will probably happen is you'll have a nice long list of all these goals you want to achieve. Then people go into overwhelm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't do all of this. I can't get all this done. But yes, you can. You just have to break it down into consumable chunks to get it done. But the most important thing, this is the key that I always tell people. Why do you want to achieve that goal? Your why has to be big enough because that's your motivation. Are you doing this goal because you just think this is a goal that you should be doing and this is something that you feel is the right thing to do? Or is there a big enough reason why you want to achieve that goal behind it? So when I do goal setting for my business, I actually do it close to the end of the year. And I do a reflection on what did I achieve this year? What did I not achieve? Why did I not achieve it? Right. And then what do I want to achieve going into the next year? And I actually do a mind map. I'm a very visual person. Okay. So I do a mind map. I use a tool where I throw everything visually on that piece of paper, that visual piece of paper, and then I start to organize it and put it into categories. But the first thing that I need to define is my why. Why do I want to achieve this goal? What is the desired outcome? This is personal and professional. It doesn't matter. I know you talked about KPIs. The key performance indicators to me are more, how am I performing on those things that I wanted to achieve, right? But you still need to understand why am I even tracking that? Why is that a key performance indicator? It all goes back to the why. Why is this so important to you? Your goals are no different. So the first thing you have to understand after you brainstorm them is put a why to them. That why is gonna enable action and give you that motivation to get it done. And sometimes that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Because if you can't define a why, <laughs> it's probably not a goal that you should have. Yeah, then right? why just, why are you doing you it? <laughs> right. So for example, Let me just give you an example I think all of us can relate to. Working out. Mm. The end of the year, after the holidays is over, everybody's making a resolution. I have got to do better with my health, right? (laughs) Because they feel that's just what they need to do. I know I have to do better. I want to do better. But why do you want to do better, right? It's not just enough to say it. And it's even not just enough to write it without the why behind it. Do you want to get better because you've seen people in your family pass away from diseases Mm -hmm. and you don't want to? You want to be able to spend time with your family, with your kids, if you have any, with your grandkids, with anyone that you love, with your loved ones? Is that the reason why? Is that a big enough reason why to Mm -hmm. make you stay consistent and committed? Why do you want to get healthy? Do you just not want to have to keep paying money on medications? You'd rather have that money to put aside to go on a vacation right. instead to do mm-hmm. something else you want, like, right? So, again, the why is so important. So, when you're out there, because I'm a group fitness instructor too, when you're out there thinking about working out next year, I need you to put the why behind it. <laughs> okay? Let me help you out now. Start thinking about the why. So, you stick with it. That's all you got to think about that. I don't think we do ask. And that is a
0: big one. Everyone wants to join the gym. Everyone's like, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to do all these things. But we don't really ask why we're doing it. I think if we just are programmed that it's a new year and this is what we're supposed to do. So let me just go. But then you stick with it. Probably about February, you're back to your bad eating habits or not going to the gym at all. And now you're stuck in a gym membership that you got to pay for 12 months that you're never going to go to. I know I'm guilty of that, so let me raise both my <laughs> hands on that one. <laughs> exactly, but you're exactly. right. i Didn't think of like why am I doing this gym? I was like, what's mm-hmm. my actual reason behind it? And I do agree. I say that all the time, like, what's your why? A lot of times people, okay, well, why? Why? And you know, when little kids, they keep asking you why, and your answer is just because I said so. But it seems like there's a reason again, why they're asking that, because they want to know the reason behind what's happening, you know, and so maybe we need to go back to that mentality
1: of that little child and just keep asking the why question. Perfect. Exactly right. And as a business analyst, that's one of my professional domains that I've worked in, that I coach in, that I speak about. That is one of the tools that we leverage to understand what our business partners want built for them. So why? 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 Because that gives you that more detail and that more granularity. And once you get past the why piece of it for the goal setting, so now you have your goals, break them down into categories. So this bunch of goals are more health related, maybe. These bunch of goals are more career related. And, you know, so you break them into these categories that you can get a bigger picture of what you're dealing with or what you're working with. And then you can prioritize them within those categories. Okay. Because what you're doing now is you're shifting so that you're getting out of that overwhelm. So you know what they are, you have a lot of them, not to say that you have to achieve all of them in 2023. Mm-hmm. Some of your goals might go to 2024, 2025, it depends on what the goal is. But when you start to categorize them or prioritize them and the key here is you're starting to write them down it's not just in your head Mm -hmm. you are more successful to achieve your goal if you write them down Mm -hmm. that is just a statistic that's out there if I'm not mistaken, you're probably about 80% or higher you're going to achieve your goal by writing it down and then you're even going to do a better job of achieving the goal if you have an accountability partner
2: oh I like that and
1: Mm -hmm. even higher probability a ninety five percent probability of completing the goal if you have accountability check-ins. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain that too, because I have a whole program around that where I hold people accountable mm-hmm. and you have to meet with me and come in front of my face and tell me if you reached your <laughs> goals or not. And depending on, you know, how serious you are, you might not like to come in front of me and tell me I'm not meeting my goals, right? And nobody wants to go, I don't think most people want to go in front of other people mm-hmm. and say, no, I didn't do something not I said I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's why the success rate is higher when you have those sort of accountability check ins. But before we even get to that, so let's go back, categorize it and you prioritize them. Now, let's make a plan. So when I work with clients, I work on a seven, 30, 60, 90, 365 plan. Okay. So tell me all the goals you want to achieve in 2023. OK, so how many of those goals do you want to achieve in 90 days? Mm. Of course, you got to tell me why yeah, how many of those goals do you want to achieve in 60? How many of those do you want to achieve in 30? Okay, so now let's break this down into weekly. We could even go to daily, right? Break it down to weekly and daily. How are we going to start focusing on that? So now you have a plan. So it's not that you're trying to take care of all the goals at one time. This is the subset of goals we're going to focus on for this week. And if you rock it out and you do great, add some more in there. If not, and you don't do as well as you want, don't beat yourself up over it either because life happens. Mm-hmm. You could have had a death in the family. You could have gotten injured. So that happened to me. I mentioned I'm a group fitness instructor. In May, I have twins. So my twins, I have boy and girl twins. My mm-hmm. twins were graduating in May from high school. Well, I was working out one morning, flipped off the set board, fractured Uh-oh. my foot in three areas three days before their graduation. Oh, no. And I had to do all the cooking and everything, Right. So my health goals went out the door because I was injured and I had to heal. Even though I was still teaching classes, I still had to physically heal. And so it has taken me off a little bit, but those sort of things happen. You can't beat yourself up over those. But what you don't want to do is keep coming up with excuses or allowing other distractions or other people distract you from doing what you want to do. And we tend to do that too. I've been guilty of that Mm -hmm. in the past where I would let other people, what other people wanted to achieve. I'm such a helper, such a, have this servant sort of heart, right? Where I want to help other people Mm -hmm. achieve their goals. Sometimes I neglect myself. That's not good. You have to unapologetically be selfish. I like that. You've got to take time for yourself. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so carve out some time to say, I'm not going to be bothered for these two hours during this week because I have some goals I want to achieve for myself to be a better person. And how I get people to think about it, if they have a hard time saying no, think about it this way. All of us, I truly believe, have a purpose Mm -hmm. on this world. All of us have our own specific gifts and talents. And only you can execute that purpose. No one else can do it for you because it's your purpose. But let's go a little bit deeper. I also believe we are, many of us are connected in some way. So because you're not orchestrating in your purpose, you could be affecting somebody from orchestrating in theirs.
0: Oh,
1: I like that. Mm -hmm. So think about that. You could be preventing somebody because they need what you have to offer in order to execute theirs, but you up in here playing games (laughs) and you're not doing what you need to be doing. And it's not to say that they still can't achieve their purpose. They can, but just imagine the amount of impact you could have if you just carve out a little bit of time every week, every month to focus on you, to do what you have a passion, what your purpose is. Because to me, passion is a child of purpose. Mm -hmm. You can be passionate about a lot of things, but that may not be your purpose. I'm passionate about Mm -hmm. cooking. I love to cook and bake, but my purpose is not to be a chef. I do (laughs) not have that tolerance. I know I do not. (laughs) That is not my purpose. I will cook for you, but I just could not do that all day long. That's not my purpose. But but that's the thing. And so if you can think about it that way, and you have your plan of what you want to do, if you just carve out that time. Use that time for yourself to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. And once you get into it consistently, like if you pick a day, Thursday evenings are going to be my evenings to focus on my goals. Well, you know that's your day to focus on that. And then you'll start to see that your goals are being achieved. And that's going to motivate you even more because you're going to start to see how achieving those goals have impacted you positively. And again, if for some reason you can't achieve a goal, you can always move it to a Mm -hmm. later time. Again, life happens. You could end Mm -hmm. up getting sick or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. You can always move it. Don't be hard on yourself, but don't get into a area or an environment of complacency or you're just now hard on yourself to where it distracts you from achieving what you want to achieve because that's not good for you and it's not good for the people around you. How important would you
0: say mindset is? when we're setting our goals. And I say this because one of the things that while you were talking popped up for me was a lot of times, yes, we make excuses or we allow other people to stop us from doing what we need. But I think sometimes we stop ourselves because we may be fearful of success. We may not believe that we actually can achieve the goals that we have set for ourselves. So I feel like our mindset is extremely important and recognizing that you are good enough to fulfill these goals or these you know things that you want to achieve in your life what would you say to that
1: 100% agree okay can we talk about self-sabotage and limiting beliefs for a minute listen (laughs) (laughs) okay girl you opened it up right here sis okay so this is the thing (laughs) <laughs> mindset is a hundred percent I'm behind you a hundred percent that mindset you will get in your mind and you will start sabotaging your own self from yes. achieving what you want to achieve so you do have to go in with a mindset of that's another reason the why is so important mm-hmm. because when you start to have those limiting beliefs or self-sabotaging beliefs okay why did you want to do this goal in the first place mm-hmm. okay, okay yes you might be scared. That's okay. You might be fearful. What happens if I fail? Well, let's change the mindset of what a failure is. Mm-hmm. I had a good friend say failure or fail equals a failed attempt in learning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You just learn something to help you get one step further to your success. So just because it didn't work the first time doesn't mean you stop." And we have many examples of that. Thomas Edison is one. How many times did he fail making the light bulb, right? Was it like a thousand times Mm -hmm. that he failed? But we still got light. (laughs) I mean, you know, he didn't quit. You can't quit. Your self-worth is worth you not giving up. mm -hmm. You should not give up on yourself. Because at the end of the day, there's already people who are naysayers. So you already have that. Right. Don't add yourself to the mix.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, it's hard, but this also goes back to accountability and having a tribe around you who can support you and encourage you because we all go through those situations yes. where as a business owner, I remember I created a mastermind group for minorities in 2016. It's called the Minority Entrepreneurial Connection, the mix. And when I created it, it was really for, and the reason I wanted it for minorities was because I was around so many amazing people who did a lot of talking, but not a lot of action. Mm -hmm. And the reason they didn't do the action, I personally felt was because they didn't have accountability. There was like nobody there that was really pushing them and encouraging them. So I wanted to create a platform for that. And it's still a a pretty small contained group, but we're a powerful small contained group. See (laughs) the amount things that the individuals in this group have done to elevate their businesses are amazing. But I remember in 2019, I went to this group. Now I'm the chair of the group. I went to this group and I said, y'all, you know what? I'm about sick doing this consulting business. (laughs) It is not, I feel like I'm putting all of this work in and I'm not getting the return on investment. I know the information I'm putting out there, the content that I'm putting out there, what I'm speaking on is important. I know it is. And I know it impacts. I just feel it's not impacting how I wanted to impact, you know. And so I was mm-hmm. in my own head, like I'm, I'm just not doing enough. This isn't for me. I'm just not meant to be a business owner, what have you, mind you. I've been in business for over twenty years, So I'm just like I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I don't That's it, over. They- it. <laughs> yes, I'm like so over it. And they were like, okay, Paula, all right, let's talk you off the the cliff. Okay, so let's get off the ledge. Back. Come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah let's, let's 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 bring you back. And that tribe encouraged me. To keep going. The next year, my business flourished. I love it. I did great the next year. So sometimes when you're getting those feelings, you're right on the cusp of a breakthrough. You're right there. And because you're right there, you have these sabotaging beliefs, these limiting beliefs. And what I would say is number one, have a very strong tribe. But number two, change those limiting beliefs. Into to empower find somebody who's done it, mm-hmm. do some research and find somebody who's done it, because that's going to be the proof that you can too. Mm-hmm. And it's just, this is just a little challenge we're going through, mm-hmm. even though it's painful and it hurts, but you can achieve, you can do better. And sometimes you need that additional support because you can't always change your mindset on your own. Right. You need that additional support, that additional try. To help, again, talk you off that ledge, talk right. you off that click to, yes, you can do this. This is what you're meant to do. And then always go back to your why. If your why isn't big enough, that's going to be the enough motivation to push you through. I agree. I'm
0: very big on having a business bestie, you know, and having someone who can hold you accountable, who can talk you off that ledge, who can you can collaborate with, who can help you, mm-hmm. you know, because I think there's power in collaboration and being that yes. So, you know, have that person or those individuals, like you said, that tribe, but it has to be a very strong tribe. And I think yes. you have to also recognize that if someone in their tribe is not serving you, you got to let them leave that tribe. Because sometimes we have the wrong people in our tribe and we think that they're helping when they're really not.
1: Right. A hundred percent agree. A hundred percent agree. Uh, people are in your life for a season and a reason, right? Don't let right. those seasonal people those lifetime expectations. I believe Tyler Perry said that. When he said that, that thing hit me so hard. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I got to think about that. Because when you start allowing those seasonal people to be in your life for a lifetime, that's what stuff be messing up. Exactly. And I was like, that's such a true statement. You have to be careful of that. And so, and your tribe changes over time because not everybody elevates with you.
0: Oh, say it again for the people in the back. <laughs>
1: Not everybody elevates with
0: you. I say that <laughs> you start with things. you and i finish with you. <laughs> I say that all this time, you have to be okay with leaving some people behind or leaving them where they're at. And it doesn't mean that they won't grow and flourish. They're just on a different path than you. And it's okay. You don't have to not be friends with that person. You don't have to start disliking that person, but that person just may not be in alignment with what you're doing business-wise. And so you know that that's not your business, bestie. You can't talk to that person about business. You have to then align yourself with other like-minded business professionals to get that accountability. Because that person exactly. I'm very big on when you, when you you have a friend group. Each friend serves a purpose. There might be this one friend that you do brunch with, but this friend is your business friend. This friend is your "I'm going on vacation" friend. This friend is a. Hey, we about to have a I don't know family gathering, friend. So you have to know who's in your tribe and what their purpose is in order for you to be able to flourish.
1: Agreed, a hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. And if they can't respect those boundaries, and they can't respect that, that tells you enough right there.
2: Exactly because
1: they can't be yeah they, they can't be in in everything. And that's another thing that I would say too: setting those boundaries. There's a lot of especially when you're trying to achieve goals and you're trying to do things with your company, you have to set boundaries Yes, and you have to let people know what those boundaries are. And you can even give them why you have that boundary, a little bit of a background that you feel comfortable with the, why you have that boundary. And so it's really important that they respect that. And if they don't respect that, then that tells you something right there. Especially if the boundary is not something that's unrealistic. You know, sometimes you just need time to yourself. Uh, People get energy different ways. And if you're draining my energy all the time, I can only be around you for so much time, right? And so you have to preserve that. You have to protect that. You have to protect yourself. And if they can't understand those boundaries that you've set, just like you should respect theirs, Mm -hmm. then that should tell you something right there. That's probably someone that's probably not going to last in your tribe. I agree. Mm -hmm.
0: Because if I have those boundaries, then I'm going to work on those goals. If I have no Mm -hmm. boundaries, I'm never going to work on my goals, which means I'm never going to achieve them. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So with all the work that you do, helping others set these goals, decrease their limited beliefs. I can't think of the word I was thinking of. Decrease their limited beliefs. How does Paula take care of Paula? What does Paula do to make sure she's okay? Okay.
1: Yes, I'm huge on self-care. And I wasn't until 2014 when I went into a depression and I didn't even realize I was depressed because mm-hmm. I was working so much, right? And then when, you're, when your child says to you as well, when you come in one day from work and he says to you, are you still gonna be working on your laptop all night tonight, mm-hmm. right? He's identifying where, you have, where you're working a lot. That, that was a sign for me. So how do I take care of self-care? Because one thing I do every year that's non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. And no matter who I go to work for, because I do have my own business, but I do work for another company as well. I'm a director of operations for another company, but this is a non-negotiable. I take the last two weeks of the year off, Mm -hmm. non-negotiable. If if you can't allow me to do that, then it's not going to work
2: because,
1: and I'm already feeling it now, by the end of the year, I am tired. I've been putting in a lot throughout the year and I need some time to just decompress and not think. So I do not do anything for my personal company. If there's anything that comes out for my personal company, you best believe it's automated. I've already <laughs> scheduled it to come out. It is not did me that back the in October. <laughs> <laughs> right, not me behind the keys doing it. I don't do anything for my personal business. I don't do any group fitness classes unless I'm just doing it for my own personal self. I don't actually host any or train any. If all I want to do is sleep one day, that's all I'm going to do. If what I want to do is sleep, eat chocolate-covered strawberries, and watch (laughs) Christmas movies, that's what I'm going to do. I mean, I I literally need to take time to just decompress. During that time, I also do self-reflection and introspection. I think about what happened throughout the year, what went well, what didn't go well, where do I want to go next year, what are the things I really, really want to achieve. And again, I have those already written down. They're, They're already written down. I'm just reflecting on them. I'm just thinking about them in those quiet moments when nobody's around. Where it's just quiet and I can think. I also love massages. I get a massage oh, every me month. Too. Me like, too. Me
0: too.
1: I love massages. I need something that can just let me go away into an alter world <laughs> and right. not think about anything. <laughs> I love massages. I love doing pedicures with my with my girls and with my daughter. I like doing that. I do try and intentionally take some time away where I go somewhere
0: Mm -hmm. where I'll
1: travel. Now, I travel to Boston quite often, actually. I was traveling quite often before 2020. And then when 2020 hit, that all went out the door. (laughs) But uh, I do try and travel and go other places as much as I can, even if it's just getting in the car, driving somewhere. Mm -hmm. But I do definitely try and take time for myself. I also, with my day job, I really try and shut down at a certain time. So I want to be done with my day job by 4.30, right? Mm-hmm. And, then I, and then if I have consults in the evening, I want to be done with those now by 6.30 or so. I don't want to do I was doing consults at 8, 9 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. That's draining. When you work a full yes, day, it is. And the consults take a lot from you because people are dealing with some heavy stuff. And mm-hmm. you have to weed through all that heavy stuff to get through. To where they want to be, right? So it is. It pulls on you. It takes a lot from you. And so I had to get to the realization that I, I can't be working until no eight nine o'clock at night <laughs> on consults. If I am working, I'm doing work, but I'm not doing consults, right? So I had to set that hard boundary on my schedule and all of that as as well. I intentionally block off time on my calendar to where nobody can get to me. So because people can schedule on my calendar at any point in time, you got the link. You can schedule on my right. calendar lock stuff off where I know I just want time time away and so I would say be very intentional plan Mm -hmm. time for yourself throughout at least if you're not doing something once a month at least at a minimum try once a quarter right sometimes something for you and do it unapologetically and when you do it that does not mean you're attached to your phone you know Mm -hmm. you're attached can get to you No, shut everything off and just take a moment to just enjoy being in the present moment with just you. And just taking that time. It makes you such a better person. It does. People don't realize yeah, people don't realize that how more energized and refueled you feel mm-hmm. once you do yourself here. Whatever is for you. Some people love yoga. Some people love meditation. It's you have to find what that thing is that calms you, that gives exactly. you that sense. Oh, i'm just I'm just existing. I'm just being. nobody's yelling my name. Nobody needs something from me. I'm just existing, and turn off all the distractions, get off social media, you know, to maybe even take a break from social media yeah
2: mhm I'm big
1: on that do, yeah, yeah,' cause social mm-hmm. media can drain you too yeah, and actually you. i've had I had a client who she has a connection with social media, and sometimes she'll be on social media so much she do not even realize how much time passed. And then she said, "Oh, I could have been doing this right." And I think a lot of us do that, mm-hmm. where you get pulled into TikTok or Facebook, you start reading stories and all sorts of stuff. Two, three, four hours gone by, exactly. And it, it's productive.
0: Is that mm-hmm. TikTok does it to me every time? Every time.
1: <laughs> and I'm just going. have it and some interesting it. videos. They do. People be putting some interesting stuff on TikTok. I'm like, wow! They actually put that out there. Okay, all right, all right. They're very creative. <laughs> they are. They yeah. are. So imagine using that creativity. How that creativity could be used for so many things. Mm-hmm. Outside exactly. of just the yeah you know, the videos, it's just people are very creative. They have amazing skills and talents that mm-hmm. we can definitely experience in different ways.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it.
1: Thank you so much, Paula,
0: for coming in and talking with us about goal setting and taking care of ourselves and stopping those limited beliefs and that self so sabotaging. Where can people find you if they need, would like to work with you for services? And all of this will be in the show notes, but let us know how we can get in touch with you.
1: Sure. Well, one way is hit me up on my website at www.paulaabell.com. Two A's in the middle people forget that other A there's two A's in the middle. Cause there is a Paula bell.com. You don't want to go to that. You want to go to Paulaabell.com. Okay. that has all of my social media as well. But for social media, you can go to my Facebook pages, my LinkedIn pages. I'm known as the BA martial artist. So okay. I am a third degree black belt in martial arts as well. And I leverage martial arts concepts to bring forth professional and first personal uh, concepts. So I'm known as that. So you can hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram as the BA Martial Artist. And you can also find my pages, Paula A. Bell, on those platforms as well. Awesome. Thank you so much for stopping in. This has been great. Yes, yeah, thank you for having me. I've enjoyed myself. Great conversation and timely. Very yeah. timely. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Purple Butterfly Podcast, and a special thank you to my guests. Join me weekly to continue the conversation about self-care, overall wellness, mental health, and so much more. If you're interested in learning more about self-care and overall wellness, be sure to check out Inner Clinical Services, LLC, on both Instagram and Facebook as well as my website, www.innerullc.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Danielle Turner. Until next time, remember, self-care is not selfish. It is necessary. Make yourself a priority and take care of you.